Welcome to Miscellaneous, where we'll discuss everything Disney, from the parks to the movies and everything in between, with a special Disney recipe every week. This week, we were reviewing the Kate's Pick, the Cat from Outer Space. And on to the news. Disney Festival of Santa Fantasy Parade at Magic Kingdom will move to one performance per day starting on t- October 9th at 3 p.m. every day. And Kay. what? <laughs> no, just K. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's seen it by now. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and coming in 2022, Disney DuckTales World Showcase Adventure invites guests to join Scrooge McDuck, Donald, Nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Launchpad and Webby in search of priceless treasure. Using the Play Disney Parks mobile app, guests take a trip around the world showcase discovering exotic destinations, exciting mysteries, and maybe even a few thieves, villains, and supernatural guardians of ancient artifacts. I just hope it's as good as the Phineas and Ferb thing used to be. Because I really want to do this. I really want this to be good. Yeah, when in, uh, when in 2022? 2022 is almost over. I know, right? Well, well, it's Disney, <laughs> so 2022 probably goes into 2023. So yeah, it'll be Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. Yeah, Eve-y. you know. There you go. See, the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, presented by Advent Health, begins November 25th through December 30th, 2022, and Disney has just released their first set of Candlelight Processional Narrators. Candlelight Processional Dining Packages go on sale October 6th, 2022, offering reserved seating for the show, and this is the lineup so far. The November 25th, 22nd, 26th is to be determined. November 27th to the 29th, Edward James Olmos. I like to just have Miami Vice because that's all anybody knows him from. <laughs> 11.30 to 12.01, Raul Esparza, Law and Order. December 2nd to December 3rd, Whoopi Goldberg. December 4th to oh, the wow. 6th, Isabella Rossellini. Wow. That's pretty big. Yeah. December 7th to the 9th, to be determined. December 10th to the 12th, Josh Gad, he's new. December 13th to the 14th, Gloria Estefan, she's also new. The 15th to the 18th, Neil Patrick Harris. The 19th to the 20th, Mariska Hargitay, she's new. And I'm not reading that last bit that's on there. I could probably put that. Yep. 1121 to 1221 and 1223, Cal Ripken Jr. 1224 to 26, Marie Osmond. 1227 to 1228, Courtney Vance from Law & Order. And 1229 to 1230, Angela Bassett. The Candlelight Package includes an appetizer, entree, and dessert, or one full buffet, along with a non-alcoholic beverage. One guaranteed seat per person to the Candlelight Processional held on the same day. And here are the pricing with the restaurants. Beer Garden Restaurant, $65 for adults, $37 for children. Coral Reef is $74 for adults, $30 for children. Garden Grill is $71 for adults, $46 for children. The Civier Steakhouse is $100 for adults, $39 for children. $100. For, no. Eagle, Eagle Smokehouse Craft Drafts and Barbecue, $40 same day only. Rose and Crown Dining Room, $64 for adults, $28 for children. And then Spice Row Table, $52 for adults, $23 for children, same day only. Why don't you just eat at Royal Eagle Smokehouse for $40? Bucks yeah. Concert. <laughs> well, the only problem is, is that if you book it in advance, they might not be available. I think so, so, I mean, it, it can sell out, and it does every once in a while. 
All right, so we got some news. Kona Cafe will reopen November 1st, 2022. Reservations are not yet available, however. During the closure of Kona Cafe, Kona Island is offering breakfast, lunch, and dinner via mobile order in My Disney Experience. We also have a returning Disney After Hours event, and they are returning to Walt Disney World January 4th, 2023 at Hollywood Studios and January 9th, 2023 at Magic Kingdom. Disney After Hours, for those of you who don't know, is a late-night, separately-ticketed event at Walt Disney World theme park for three additional hours after regular park hours. With treats such as ice cream, popcorn, and select beverages included, the number of tickets for these events is limited, which means lower wait times for some of your favorite attractions. thing that confuses me about this, this is during Marathon Weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> am, am I right with that? I, I'm going to check that real quick because that sounds like it's marathon re- weekend. January 7th to the 8th yeah. is the weekend. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. So it's the week before, like the 4th and the 9th, or like it, it's kind of, it's like really right on top of marathon weekend. It actually bookends marathon weekend pretty much. Yep. I will not be doing this because it's usually extremely expensive too. Some news for those who like the Pirates of the Caribbean themed rooms at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, they will be no more soon. They are going to be made way, they are making way for a new under the sea theme. The pirate themed rooms will be retired in December, 2022 with the new rooms opening sometime in 2023. According to Disney, the new rooms will include subtle nods to fan favorite characters from under the sea. They will accommodate more guests and feature updated finishings that can't be found anywhere else in the resort. Yeah, I saw Ooh. a picture today, their construction has started today. Ooh, furniture. Yeah. It's all on. <laughs> Carpet. Ooh. Ooh. Under the sea. Ooh. I just, if there's a tomato. A mural in the roll, a roll down bed. <laughs> well, it's Caribbean, so it's probably going to be Little Mermaid. Well, of course it's going to be. What else is, like, I'm trying to think of, like. Nemo. Um, it could be Nemo. Could be Finding Nemo. Be Nemo. Well, Nemo is Australia, but. Well, it's just under the sea theme, oh, this, so yeah. who knows what that means. That's what it could be. All right, now on to our main topic. Yeah, we got it. We just got to rip the Band-Aid off and get it done. Um, We reviewed the cat from outer space, so take it away, Kate. I'm doing the plot. I'll I'll just start it. This movie sucks. Kate has a recipe. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, people voted for this. It's not like I chose this and we had to do it. Well, you you picked it, though. You picked it to go on the list. And I want to know who voted for this movie because I want them to pay me for my hour and 45 minutes. I knew you were going to hate this movie. <laughs> and, all right. I, I didn't have high hopes for it, but I thought it was going to be at least decent because of the cast that's in it. I mean, it, it had a bunch of decent names for its time. So The Cat from Outer Space is a 1978 American science fiction comedy film directed by Norman Tokar. It's his final film before his death the following year. It stars Ken Barry, everybody knows him from Mama's Family. Mm-hmm. Danny Duncan, everybody knows Danny Duncan. Harry Morgan from MASH. Ronnie Shell, Roddy McDowell, and McLean Stevenson, also from MASH. So with that cast there, he's like, oh, that's decent hitters for that time period. Well, oh, they should have kept what they were doing. It's produced by Walt Disney Productions and shot at the studio's Golden Oak Ranch in Santa Clarita, California. And it paired Harry Morgan with McLean Stevenson who replaced Morgan and MASH, as we said before. So now the plot. So since I picked the movie, I've been obligated to read all this stuff about the plot. 
You don't have to read all of it. You can speak from memory. Summarize it. Yeah. I mean, we literally just watched it, so. Oh, today. Yeah. Yeah, we we tried to watch them. We also we didn't realize how long it was, and we also try to watch them so that they're fresh in my mind and we can discuss it. Oh, we usually watch it the Saturday before, but I I will forget everything by then. Mm Hmm. All right. So a UFO makes a landing in this on this farm. And they call, the farmers call the U.S. government for this flying saucer. And it turns out a strange cat-like alien named Zunar J59 Dori, Doric, I forget how you say that, 47. So no, you have to say the whole thing is Zunar dash J dash 5 slash 9. That's what he said. I didn't remember. <laughs> I watched it on Saturday. <laughs> Gee, we could just call him Jake from State Farm. Yes, that's, what, that's what I was throughout the whole movie. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and since the mothership cannot send a rescue party before it leaves the solar system, the cat sets about investigating how to repair the ship himself using a special collar that amplifies telekinetic and telepathic abilities. He follows the military to keep an eye on his ship. And one of the lab scientists, Frank Wilson, attracts the cat's attention when his theory on the power source, while ridiculed by the rest of the staff, is actually on the right track. The cat follows Frank to his office, where Frank nicknames him Jake. Another scientist, Liz Bartlett, Sandy Duncan, storms into his office, upset at Frank's sense of humor and in light of such an important scientific discovery invites her to dinner and then after Liz leaves he's basically trying to get rid of her because so he can talk to the cat and after Liz leaves Jake reveals his true nature to Frank demonstrating his abilities offering to exchange knowledge of energies for Frank's assistance the pair plan to break into the military base where Jake's ship is kept but must dodge Liz who has arrived for their date with her own cat Lucy Bell and Frank uses a backup collar to fly top of the ship to attach a diagnostic device. And Jake learns that he needs the element he calls Org-12. When Jake reveals the element atomic weight, Frank realizes that Org-12 is elemental gold. Back at Frank's apartment, Frank tells Jake the quantity of gold costs $120,000 will repair Jake's ship. Norman Link, a colleague of Frank's, comes over to watch race. He basically interrupts him the whole movie by watching and his gambling thing. Well, he just kind of barges into his apartment. Yeah, because like, his just, wife like, kicks him drinks out. Drinks his beer. And, <laughs> yeah, because he burns a hole using smoking one of his cigars. So they find out Jay can kind of manipulate things enough when it comes to gambling and stuff that they can actually be winners. That part was funny. I thought that part was funny. It, it was, it was, it was okay. It's cute. See, I really like the actor. I forget his name from Mama's Family. I always, I grew up watching that. So no, I, of course, I, I love him. that show. Yeah, but but what? Go ahead. Ken, Ken Berry. But he can't save this movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, so he, they win the money. <laughs> Yay, money! <sighs> yeah, basically, they're winning some bets for him. Liz thought Jake was still sick. They call the veterinarian from the building. I'm not going to get into all that because you need to watch the movie. No, you don't. Yes. Yes, you do. No. No. No, you really don't. And basically the veterinarian makes the cat unconscious because he gave him a shot of something. A sedative. 
Uh, yeah, and so they basically lose their bet. And then all the spy and military stuff goes. I'm not going to, like, get yeah. get off Another bad this. guy comes out of nowhere. Yeah, so yeah. Pro- there was no bad guy. And then all of a sudden, you know what this film needs? In the last, what, 40 minutes? We're going to throw a bad guy in. And, like, there's this whole scene with, a with like, a biplane and the cats are in the air. It was the whole thing. I was not expecting that. But you guys just have to watch it. And it, 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 of, yeah. of course. I mean, spoiler alert, of course, everything works out okay in the end. But we won't tell you how it all works out. Nope, don't tell them. People, if, if we had to watch this damn thing, somebody else has to, too. <laughs> <laughs> When you put it that way, people sure are going to watch it. I wonder if <laughs> I anybody know. actually watched it with us. Do you want to do trivia, Tim? So Jake the Cat was played by two different Abyssinian cats, Rumple and his sister Amber. Ronnie Shell, who provided the voice of the cat, was also given the small part of an army sergeant in post-production. It was decided that his voice was too easily recognizable, so the on-screen role was redubbed by another unidentified and anonymous actor. In reality, Sandy Duncan is allergic to cats. This is the last Disney film to involve actor Hans Conried. The arguably best-known role of his career was that of Captain Hook or George Darling in Peter Pan, 1953. I don't think anybody's really surprised that this movie didn't win any awards. <laughs> I mean, at all. It was too damn long. Like, I, I, I rarely say movies very long. This felt like ever, like it could have been over in an hour. No, no, I actually, I was actually interested. I liked this movie. <laughs> I really liked it, but I'm a cat person. I told you. I told you she was going to like it. <laughs> I'm a, I love cats. But at There's the very nothing... beginning, you know, when he first lands and he keeps saying, mother, mother. And I, it reminded me of Anthony Perkins or not Anthony Perkins, the guy from Psycho, Norman Bates from Psycho. I'm thinking of the actor's name. But it reminded me of Psycho a lot with the mother talk. I'm like... I get that you like the cat. That's cool. I'm fine with that. The cat was the only redeeming quality of this movie. I thought it was cute and funny and light and fun. I did not... I, I, I laughed at the spectacle that this movie was. I didn't laugh at any of the jokes or gags in this movie. You chuckled at a few things. I mean, I chuckled at I a few things. Chuckled at a few things how ridiculous it was. But it, it, I just, I try to like it. I really, really tried. And then I got really, really bored. Like, really bored. And then when they threw the another, like, they set up this whole, like, spy plot at the very beginning. And then they kind of forgot about it through a majority of the movie. Except for the guy taking video. Yeah, the part I started getting, like, this is going on and on and on, was with the whole plane thing. And I'm like, is this necessary? The whole (laughs) movie went on. The pool ball scene went on and on and on. And, like, all of these scenes could have been truncated and shortened and just cleaned up. It, It just, it was long. There was no reason for it to be as long as it was. My opinion. I so it. for 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 length, I am going to give this a two thumbs down. <laughs> I I, I just, it didn't need to be this long. It was give fine. me thirty dancing scenes in bed knobs and broomsticks over this. <laughs> nah, I'd rather watch this than bed knobs. Honestly, <laughs> I spent most of this movie on my phone. 
I actually paid attention. <laughs> I didn't take a lot of notes because I didn't have anything bad to say except for the psycho thing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that that just blows my mind. <laughs> no, I, I really liked. Real? I really liked it. I'm a cat lady, so of course I'm gonna like it. I thought it was cute. I work with the government, so some things I could kind of see. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) The spherical thing for like like that time, that technology that they used in the film. Like, I forget what they called the sphere thing. It was the late 70s. Yeah. They call it the artichoke. That's right. But they let it go back in the ship somehow, and they never explain why they put it back. Yes. After it was chained up in a box, <laughs> they put it somehow made it back Didn't into it, the like, ship. Didn't it, like, charge or, like, had something to do? You needed it to fly it? That's yes, how... you needed the thing to fly the ship, but they never tell you how the thing got back into the, the ship from the office. Oh. I watched it on Saturday. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, I'm like... Isn't that thing going to be missing? And then I'm like, oh, it it's already put back. Okay, that makes sense. And nobody seems to care that that like thing like just went missing. I, I uh, okay. So let's start with the plot. Obviously, Kate liked it. Two ears up for me and Marsh. He liked it too. Marsh liked it too. Yep. I okay. <laughs> Tim's face. I don't even know what. <laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of shocked. Tim? Two years down. Boo! I didn't like it at all. It was just I ridiculous. I knew. I told Marsh, I'm like, Tim hates gonna hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... There was... The plot made no... I mean, it's been done. It, it's a very common plot. Where Alien crashes to Earth... Alien needs help to get back off of Earth. So, I mean, we've seen that in multiple, multiple things. So, I I mean, plot-wise, but I I just had, I had a lot of problems where they were just, it felt like they were throwing things in just to make the movie longer. I, like I said, I felt like that about the plane portion of the movie at the end. And when I turned to Tim, like, it was like, we were at least at an hour and 10 minutes and I turned to him and like, you know, we have another, and I thought the movie was getting ready to end. Until they brought in the new bad guy for no good reason. And I'm like, you know, we still have a half hour. (laughs) All right. So, Kate, how did you feel about the acting? Like I said, I like the guy from Mama's Family. Maybe that's what made it for it because it gave me good memories of my childhood or whatever. I don't know. But I like him. And the gambling guy was fine. The, the, like, general stuff, I was kind of like, eh. I feel like they wasted all their good actors. Because I've seen all these actors in other things, and they were amazing. Yeah, I mean, I watched MASH as a kid, too. So. But that's yeah, what I'm saying. That, that so you... was one of the most critically acclaimed series of the late 70s, early 80s. And both of them went they into didn't... this thinking, what? And the way, poor Sandy Duncan... Like, just the way they used her in this film was like... I didn't realize oh, it was her I, until 15 minutes in. I was like, I think that's Sandy Duncan. <laughs> you oh, like, oh, all of right her away. reactions were like, oh, oh, oh no. Oh, it's it just, it was, it was, 
it, it, it was pretty bad. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I love Jake. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> there wasn't really any music to talk about in this film. Except for like the 70s porn music in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 70s action drama music with the all the horns and the wooden instruments. It was just so stupid. Wow, you guys are <laughs> this movie. It just wasn't good, Kate. I liked it. it. I was scared I'm to watch to see it. what our listeners think. All right, I'll put up a thing asking people's opinion of it. Hey, they voted. They voted because they knew this movie sucked. No! <laughs> Didn't Tanya like this movie? I think she voted for it. I guarantee you Tanya did not see this movie before she before she voted. <laughs> I can almost guarantee you Tanya did not see this movie. And if she watched it now, she would have said, oh. <laughs> I liked it. It's something different. Oh, it was different, all right. <laughs> Way better than the absent-minded he... professor. Your friend Tracy Are you on crack? <laughs> like, for real? Wait. Keep you thought this was better thing. than the absent-minded professor? Stop. You thought this was better than the yeah. absent-minded professor? Yes. I was entertained. I kept looking at my phone. I was not. I didn't even I look at my the... phone during or iPad during this. I... I was fidgety. I like got maybe a half hour in and I'm like, okay, we already know the plot. We already know what's going to happen. It was something fun to watch. I don't know. I don't know. It, it felt like it needed to be a hell of a lot shorter. Look, what was the need to put it throw in that spy story? Yeah, I, like I agreed. There were certain parts where it, it dragged on. So. It was the last third of the movie was about that. The last half hour of that movie was about the spy part. Literally, the, the almost the last half hour was about that one guy taking the video to that other guy who was not even in the movie for all of the whole thing. We get it. Uh, you guys I, hated it. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Um, I think it was a poor use of the actors. I was I was kind of looking forward to it when I saw it when I was reading the who was in it and I'm like yeah no no <laughs> so I guess we can go to our final results so overall Kate me and Marsh are two get, years up I don't understand that at all I don't either considering because... some of the movies you've given one year up and one year down I, I not even the movies that you flat out hated but like <laughs> I, I think I need to have a discussion with Marsh too <laughs> Are you gonna disown Marsh? <laughs> I, I think. I'm, well, I won't disown him, but I mean, we, we just have to have a little bit of a talk. I mean, first he likes he chose 180 days around the world, which didn't even get one vote, and now he likes this movie. <laughs> he didn't even vote for his 80 days yeah, around the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Tim, go ahead. I mean. Two years down, the best part of this movie was the ending. Was oh, over. my God. Yikes. On bikes. I'm giving this two years down as well. I don't ever need to see this movie. <laughs> Are you guys cat people? I thought you had yes, a cat. Yes, I had a cat. I, don't, I, I like the cat. It doesn't mean that the movie Cats was great just because it had a cat in it. Yeah, I know. I actually wanted to know what kind of cat it was because it was like a really interesting looking cat. And I'm like, oh, that's a pretty cool, good looking cat. And then I'm like, yeah, but 
watch it. I can watch Animal Planet if I just want to watch a cat play around. And then at one point we were worried that they actually drug the cat. Well, the last couple movies like dragged for me. Not the Rescuers, but the other ones. And this one didn't Are feel... Are you kidding me? This, it didn't drag to me. I was entertained. It doesn't take much for me. It obviously <laughs> takes a lot or throw an animal or throw a cat on the screen. Pretty That's much. What it really takes. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, 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 wow. Wow. The show would be boring if we agreed on everything. I'm sorry. No, I, I definitely feel you. But, I mean, how many I times just... are you going to make? I mean, they made the oh, same joke one, multiple two. times. Oh, what is this? Oh, it's just chopped up liver. Oh, this is the best thing I ever ate. Oh, yeah, when that stuff. Fed. It was like, yeah. But, and then the next, the, in the next morning or whatever it was, oh, what is this? This stuff is even better than the last stuff. Oh, it's tuna. Yeah. Okay. So, you know what, like, even, like, you know what an atom is and you know what a human is, obviously, but you don't know what tuna fish is? He's from outer space. But he knew what humans were. I'm sure real aliens know what humans are. <laughs> real? We won't get into that. <laughs> he knows, like, math. He knows all this other stuff. He's an alien. He's not a cat. He's an alien How'd cat. How do you know that the goal of basketball was to get the hoop, the ball but in the hoop? he did say without that collar, he's just an ordinary cat. So, there's that, too. Well, he can't communicate without the collar. Yeah. Yes, but he also can't do any of his telepathy or telekinesis. Without it, yeah. So he's just an ordinary cat. I'll take him either way. I love <laughs> him. <laughs> well, you can have him and this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to give it two, th two thumbs down. And because of this, Adam and Tim don't want to do movies anymore after next week. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we said it was just no. going to be for the summer. Summer's over, so. No, I mean, I would, I would continue doing this. I had fun doing this, but I think we do need to take a break from it. Yeah, we do. Because this one melted my brain a little bit. To be really honest with you, it, it, I, I'm not ready to watch another movie at the, of this caliber. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> we don't have to do classics when we do start doing my... it again. We can just do different. But I was just I mean, trying to do. Kate, you put your words alone was that you put this on as a joke and you didn't think it was going to get both. I did it. I just picked it because of the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that darn cat much better? Actually, I think it's supposed to be. I haven't seen it. No, neither have I. I don't think but I've I, seen it either. But I think that would have been a better pick. Kate. I Adam. I love you. You guys too. I hope we're still friends after this. Of course we're still friends. We made you watch movies that you hated. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's just this is the first one that I've like. She was wrong then too. Well, she was definitely <laughs> wrong because of the Nutty Professor. But I mean. <laughs> oh, my next movie pick was going to be The Happiest Millionaire with the guy that was in the movie I hated, but I was willing to give it a shot. <laughs> I was willing to give it a shot. But we are going to take a break because the holidays are right around the corner, too. So we we do want to talk about all the stuff that happens in Disney during the holidays. We probably will not do a food and wine menu because by the time we are done with watching our next movie, it'll be over. Yeah. So before we announce our next movie, though, Kate has the recipe this week. And 
hopefully it's better than this movie. Take it away, Kate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's tuna. No, it's this... tuna casserole. <laughs> it's from with the a side of chopped liver. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the 50th anniversary cookbook. This is a long retired recipe from the Disney Inn. This is French fried ice cream. This is from the Old Golf Resort, French fried ice cream. For the fried ice cream, you're gonna need one pint of vanilla or any flavor of ice cream, two egg whites, three tablespoons or three ounces of almond paste, one and one fourth cup of graham cracker crumbs, three cups of vegetable oil for frying, five peach halves, fresh or canned, well-drained, one cup of vanilla sauce that I'll give you the recipe after this. Three tablespoons of chopped walnuts and four sprigs of fresh mint for serving. For the fried ice cream, you're going to scoop ice cream into four large balls. Freeze until very firm. With a mixer or blender, blend the egg whites and almond paste until smooth. Dip each ice cream ball into the mixture and coat with graham crackers, making sure to cover the entire surface and freeze until very firm. When ready to serve, with caution, heat your oil to 360 in a one and a half quart saucepan. Carefully add one ball at a time to hot oil and fry until golden brown, about 15 seconds. Drain on paper towels, repeat with your remaining ice cream. Serve immediately with a peach section in a champagne glass. Top with vanilla sauce, and I'll give you that recipe now. Wow, that sounds really bougie. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and for the vanilla sauce this makes one cup three-fourths cup of milk two tablespoons of sugar three-fourths tablespoon of cornstarch two tablespoons of water and a half a teaspoon of vanilla extract you're going to bring milk and sugar to a boil over medium heat in small saucepan dissolve cornstarch and water and stirring into the hot mixture bring to a boil stirring constantly and continue stirring until thickened remove from heat cool and stir in your vanilla extract sounds good to me i'd eat it i love fried ice cream yeah it not it, but i'd give it a shot yeah put it in your champagne glass yeah. <laughs> be bouge. Ooh, totally bougie. so we had our movie selection for this week coming up and it was all halloween themed so this is actually a movie that's getting a lot of notice and i didn't realize how many people loved it but our next pick was Halloween Town, and I don't think I've ever seen it. I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen it either. So hopefully it'll be better than this one. <sighs> Stop. <laughs> hey, Kate, the way you destroyed some of my favorite movies, I'm allowed to destroy this movie. <laughs> it was cute, and I liked the main actor, so sorry. No, I, I love him in other things. That, that's the thing that hurt my head the most is that I love most of these actors and almost everything else they've been in. Agree to disagree. Mm, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yep, me and Marsha are going to have to have to sit down, I think. <laughs> have to have a little bit of a discussion. <laughs> movie choices. Well, I mean, he did choose Around the World in 80 Days, a remake. So you, you have to understand where my confusion lies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing Halloween Town because it's come up multiple times in different conversations recently, even at work, about like favorite Halloween movies that people watch every year. And I'm kind of interested in it. So hopefully it's a good one. Did you guys watch Hocus Pocus 2? Of course. Yes. I haven't watched it yet. No. 
I mean, I kind of remember Hocus. I've only seen Hocus Pocus one, and it was like a couple Kate, years I can't, ago. You, you need to stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cat in it. I don't understand why you don't like it. Right, we should we should have reviewed that. <laughs> well, we can do a double feature next next week. Well, no, I have to. I have to start watching my own Halloween movies. Like, I have to watch Ichabod and Mr. Toad. There's a whole bunch of Halloween movies that I want to watch. All right, so that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you for choosing this movie, Kate. We truly appreciated it from the bottom of our heart. And it's probably a Disney movie that I will never watch again. Well, here's all the people that we have to personally thank for making us watch this. Donna yes. Vargas, <laughs> Paul Arnicky, Will Pagano, Kate, Marge, Jeffrey, Paula Cole, Julie Mayer, Raposa, Aaron Rosales, Amy Baker, Hubbard, Aaron Butler, Gina Dameron Heck, Trisha McNulty Spadola, Tracy Noah, and Charlotte Strickland. So I want to know if all y'all actually watched this movie. Yes. And why you chose it at this point. <laughs> if, I mean, think about it. It's the only, like, not classic or not very well-known movie that we've had to watch so far. Yeah, I've never heard of it before, this podcast. <laughs> I've heard of it, just never crossed my mind to watch it. Well, it's sort of like the computer wore tennis shoes. I still haven't watched that either. It, it didn't win, so don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to do it for us. We'll see you in about two weeks with a review of Halloween Town. Y'all have a great week now. Bye. Bye. Don't do this. Naughty children never get any presents. If he can go down a chimney, he can get down here. Everybody's talking about. <laughs> You're joking. You're joking. I can't believe my eyes. You're joking me. You gotta be. This can't be the right guy. He's ancient. He's ugly. I don't know which is worse. I might just split a seam now if I don't die laughing first. Mr. Oogie Boogie says there's trouble close at hand. You better pay attention now, cause I'm the boogeyman. And if you aren't shaking, there's something very wrong. Cause this may be the last time you hear the boogie song. Whoa, whoa. Now, or you must face the dire consequences. The children are expecting me, so please come to your senses. Ah, you're joking! You're joking! I can't believe my ears! Would someone shut this fella up? I'm drowning in my tears. It's funny! I'm laughing! You really are too much. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Whoa! Music in the air Cause I'm a gambling boogeyman Although I don't play fair 
it's much more fun, I must confess, when lives on the line. Not mine, of course, but yours, old boy. Now let it be just fine. Release me fast or you will have to answer for this heinous act. Oh, brother, you're something. You put me in a spin. You aren't comprehending the position that you're in. It's hopeless. You're finished. You haven't got a prayer. Because I'm Mr. Oogie Boogie and you ain't going nowhere. <laughs>